from the Mercy One Studio. Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio and online at iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app. This is Monsignor Frank Bugnano, Thought of the Week. We're talking about the goal in life. The goal, the ultimate, the ultimate goal in life. What is it? It's to be happy. And it's to be happy forever, <laughs> not just for 20 minutes. And what's that called? Eternity. And where is that happening? It's called heaven. That is the the community of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the saints, angels, all of our brothers and sisters and friends who are in heaven called saints. Anybody in heaven is called a saint. Wow. That's the goal. And I remember I mentioned uh, Stephen Covey in his famous book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. He said one of those habits is, yeah, very simply, begin with the end in mind. Begin every day. with the What is the end in mind? I'm going to be open to God. Why? I know God is looking at me right now, and he has all these inspirations. He's given me called the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. God, the Holy Spirit, is going to be coming at me all day and all night. And he's going to be inspiring me, moving me. Little things like turn on the coffee pot for your wife. You know, just a little a little thought, of, of a little thought, thought of charity. It wasn't much. You know, g- give somebody else your parking place. I mean, okay, no big deal. Big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. That was opening to the whole inspiration. And remember what we've said in previous programs, if you've been listening? that every time I follow an inspiration of the Holy Spirit, God sends me 10 more. That's right. Every time I'm open to an inspiration, more come pouring down upon me. So why? Because God is generous. He is good. We can't stop him. When is God going to stop sending me inspirations? I'll tell you the answer right now. Never. Never. Ever. That's his very nature. He can't stop giving. God has to, God has to keep this universe going. It says what well, took an inf- Saint Thomas Aquinas says this. It took an infinite act of God's power to create. All right, I buy that. And he goes on to say, and it takes an infinite act of God's power to maintain. So his power is always on us. It's always there. And I quoted in other programs Saint Faustina from her diary where she says, uh, my Jesus, it's truly easy to become holy. It just takes a little goodwill. If God finds this little bit of goodwill in a person's soul, he quickly gives himself to that person, and nothing can stop him. Neither our faults or our failures or weaknesses, nothing can stop God. Jesus hurries to help that soul, and if the soul is faithful to this grace from God, in a very short time that human being can reach the highest levels of holiness that can possibly be attained on this side of the grave. God is very generous and does not refuse his grace to anybody. He gives more than we even ask for. I'm going to repeat that. God gives us more than we even ask for. Now and then she says, the shortest road is faithfulness to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. So what are some of the ways that I can be faithful to the Holy Spirit? I'm going to get, Try to list if I can, 10 of them. <laughs> and uh, how, here are ways. Yeah, there are certain conditions that are conducive 
to uh, being open to the Holy Spirit. You ready? Here we go. Number one, praise and thanksgiving. Practice praise and thanksgiving. Here's what St. Therese Lazou said. What most draws down graces from our dear Lord is gratitude. If we thank God for a gift, he's touched and hastens to give us ten more. And if we thank him again with the same sincerity, what an incalculable multiplication of graces. I've experienced this. Try it. You'll see. My gratitude for all that he gives me is boundless, and I prove this to him in a a thousand ways. So this is inspiration. Bless the Lord, my soul. Do not forget his benefits. Wow. So whenever we thank God and praise him, we get more. Okay, number one. Number two, desire and ask for the inspirations and gifts of the Holy Spirit. So, sure, sure. Uh, Desire inspirations. Desire right now, okay? Ask for them frequently in prayer. Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock, the door will be open. So one of the petitions we make to God most often should be something like this. Lord, inspire me in all my decisions. Never let me neglect any of your inspirations. That's a great little prayer. So we should ask for them in all the circumstances of my life today. In, in At the more critical moments when we're faced with important choices or when we have the impression that our life with the Lord is limping along a little bit and he's revivifying, it can be make, maybe go on a retreat, take a few days, go to the church, pray, get your Bible, pray for an hour in your bedroom. Sure. In other words, desire and ask. Desire and ask for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. There you go. And remember that uh, God will give us everything if I make a resolve. I'm not going to refuse God anything. Okay, so number three, resolve to refuse God nothing. Okay, I'm not ever going to say no to God. Oh, help me, Lord, with that one. What, what matters even more than conscious, explicit prayer on this subject is that we should have a strong and constant desire, determination, obey God in everything, big or little, without exception. Wow. The more God sees this dis- disposition in my soul that I'm docile to him, the more he's going to in- favor me with his inspirations. So be determined. I'm not going to resist anything as best I can. I'm only human. And if I do, bingo, I confess, I- I'm sorry. And God g- g- gets going, with no problem. We just keep moving on. We just keep moving on. So, uh, in fact, St. Francis Hill says that. He says, you know, if we fall, uh, if we fall down off the mountain, we're climbing. God picks us up and puts us right back where we were before. So, Monsignor Frank Pignano, I Catholic Radio, uh, Thought of the Week. We're coming right back. Impoverished children break everyone's heart, but poverty seems like such a big problem. What can one person do to make a difference? For 17 years, Blessman International's passion has been to connect the resources of our donors with sustainable programs that impact the lives of impoverished children in South Africa. Our donors are feeding thousands of hungry children every week, providing basic water and sanitation for impoverished communities, and sharing the love of God in practical ways every day. Go to www.blessmaninternational.org and make your donation today. 
today. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Doing what is challenging because it's right. That's Blackbird Investments. In 2013, Blackbird Investments was born from the inspiration of St. Kevin. When it comes to building real estate, they look for creative solutions by forming strategic alliances, creating energy-efficient buildings, and engaging with local craftsmen. At its core, Blackbird Investments believes in giving buildings a new life. BlackbirdInvest.com Blackbird Investments. Doing what is challenging because it's right. This is Monsignor Frank Pignano, Iowa Catholic Radio Thought of the Week. We're, we're talking about what are the ways that we can be open to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. And I've said number one is practice praise and thanksgiving, and number two, uh, desire and ask for the inspirations, the graces, and, and number three, make a resolution that I'm I'm not going to refuse anything, God for in anything. I'm going to I'm just going to as best I can, I'm going to try to be very open to and docile to the Holy Spirit. And um, now, that's not to say that, in fact, I'm able to obey God in absolutely everything. Uh, That's impossible because I'm just a weak human being. But have the determination, as best I can, to do in all in my power to ensure, particularly through my prayer, uh, that we keep strengthening my resolution not to neglect any of God's wishes as best I can, but not to become scrupulous about it. I'm going to fail. I'm, I'm human. But don't worry about that. Please. That's why we have the sacrament of reconciliation. That's why we can always turn to God and say, I'm sorry, I'm crawl back up on my daddy's lap and put my arms around my loving daddy and give him a kiss and say, kiss me, daddy, and, and, and uh, help me on. So, yeah, we, we want to be careful to remember God is a loving, our loving father. That's, that's it. And, uh, don't 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 be afraid of falling. In fact, let me tell you something about falling. Um, so I, somebody one time said, you know, it's like uh, pushing a big boulder up a mountain, and I get it about halfway up, and I slip and fall, and the boulder goes back down. Now I'm back at the bottom. I committed a big mortal sin, and now I'm back, you know, to to ground zero. No, no, no. Here's the deal: that if I repent from of my sin, even though I'm halfway up the mountain to heaven, and I I fall, okay? At the moment I repent, God puts me back right where I was when the fall happened, right about halfway back up. He doesn't say, well, sorry, buddy, got to start over from the bottom. Uh -uh. Uh-uh, uh-uh, doesn't work that way. No, he puts us right back where we were. We just keep going. Okay, so number three, resolve, refuse God, nothing. Number four, practice filial and, and trusting obedience. There you go, right. 
If we want God to reveal more, more of his will to me by his inspirations, well, I need to start by obeying his wishes that I already know. And, and that obedience can be applied in various ways. Uh, every act of faithfulness to grace attracts more grace. We know that in more numbers. And if we're attentive and obey the motions of the Holy Spirit, graces will become more and more abundant. <laughs> the more we say yes to God, the more it comes down from heaven. Uh, and if we ignore inspirations, on the other hand, there's a danger they'll become less and less frequent. Remember, to everyone who has, more will be given. From him, him who has not, even what he thinks he has will be taken away. Jesus tells us that. So this is the beginning then. To obtain more inspirations, we need to obey the ones we already have. There you go. That's number four. Practice trust and trusting obedience to the ones that are heading my way. That's that's really important. And let's not forget to consent, for love of God, to all the opportunities for obedience that present, present themselves in my family, in my community, social life. Of course, we've got to obey God rather than others, but it would be an illusion to think that we're capable of obeying God if we're incapable of obeying other people. The reason for this is that same obstacle that has to be overcome in both cases, attachment to myself, my ego, to my own will. If we can only obey people when it happens to please us, we're fooling ourselves about being able to obey the Holy Spirit. If we are never prepared to renounce our own will, that is, my own ideas, my own tastes, my own attachments for other people, what guarantee is it that they will be able to to, to deny myself when God asks me? So obedience, you might say, giving over to other people's wishes. There you go. Okay, number five. You ready for this one? This is a big one. Practice abandonment to God's will. Oh, that is so important. Wow. Look up on the internet. Go to Google. Prayer of abandonment. I do the one every morning in my prayer time. I usually start off with the prayer of abandonment by Charles Foucault, F-A-U-C-A-U-L-D. Blessed Charles Foucault, Prayer of Abandonment. Look it up. It is amazing. Wow. We shouldn't forget that, that, that there's obedience that is most important. You might call it obedience, be obedient to the effects, events of life. So obedient to events. That doesn't mean fatalism or passivity, in it, nor does it mean that saying that everything that happens is God's will. God does not will evil or sin. But many things happen that God does not will, but he still permits things to happen in his wisdom, and they remain a stumbling block or a scandal to our minds. God's asked us to do what we can to eliminate evil. But despite our efforts, there always is a whole set of circumstances that we can't do anything about, which are not necessarily willed by God, but nevertheless permitted and which God wants us to consent to trustingly and peacefully, even if they make us suffer and cause us problems. So, yeah, when I abandon myself to God, that's it. If it's, I don't, it's not, if it's evil, I don't want anything to do with it. But, but so many things, you know, you, somebody asks you to do something, or even you get a cold, you wind up with the flu or something. Well, he permitted that. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I abandon myself. So that's what, that's what, uh, remember that, that's what uh, Jesus said, 
when he was kneeling down in the Garden of Gethsemane, Father, not what I will, but what you will, but what you will. So that's it. Uh, like St. Therese says, she had a great saying, I decide to choose what I have not chosen. Some of the things that I don't want, I'm going to get anywhere, get, get the flu. But I still, I'm still abandoned to God's will. So abandonment to the will of God. Wow. So we'll be right back with three, three or four more ways of being open to the Holy Spirit. Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa Catholic Radio, Thought of the Week. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Father Kirby, pastor of St. Elizabeth Parish in Carlisle, will lead a 10-day pilgrimage to the Holy Land, August 3rd to the 12th. Walk where Jesus walked in Nazareth, Mount Tabor, the Jordan River, the Dead Sea, Jericho, Bethany, Bethlehem, and the Old City of Jerusalem. Learn more at crownofbethlehem.com. Crownofbethlehem.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Corel Contractor, serving Des Moines site work constructed needs for over 60 years, and the Iowa ENT Center, expert ear, nose, and throat care for adults and children. This is Monsignor Frank Vignano, Iowa Catholic Radio Thought of the Week. We're talking about the ways that we can be open to the Holy Spirit. And we just, we, we're just talking about that one practice, abandonment, okay? Really, what most prevents us from becoming saints is undoubtedly the difficulty you and I have of consenting fully to everything that happens to us, not, as we have seen, in the sense of a fatalistic passivity, but in the sense of a, of a trusting total abandonment into the hands of God, God invites us to a much more positive and fruitful attitude. St. Therese, the little flower, said, I choose it all. Can you imagine that? And I think she died at age 22. And we can give this meaning to it. I choose everything that God wants for me. I choose everything God wants for me. I won't content myself with merely, merely enduring but by a free act of my will. And here's what she said. She had, St. <laughs> Therese Elfar, she said, I decide to choose what I have not chosen. I've not chosen to have the flu, but I've got it, so I choose it. 
if it's God has given this to me, allow this to happen. My will, thy will be done. Whoa. Man, what a saint. She uses, here's what she says. I want everything that causes me difficulties. Woo. That doesn't change anything about the situation, but interiorly it changes everything. This consent, inspired by love and trust, makes us free and active instead of passive, and it enables God to draw good out of everything that happens to us, whether good or bad. Remember, God can draw good. That's what St. Augustine said. Why doesn't God, if he's so powerful, prevent all evil? Augustine said, well, it would take a great act of God's power to prevent all evil. It takes a greater act of God's power to allow the evil and draw good out of it. I like that. Okay, number six, practice detachment. That's another way we can be open to the Holy Spirit. We can't be open if we have a rigid attachment to my possessions, my ideas, my point of view. To allow ourselves to be led by the Spirit of God, we need great compliance and adaptability, and we can acquire these little by little by practicing detachment. We should make an effort not to hang on to anything materially or affectively or even spiritually. Detachment we should aim for is not that of saying to hell with everything. No, of becoming indifferent to everything or practicing a sort of forced asceticism of stripping myself of everything that makes up my life. No, but not letting, not letting anything possess me that I, that I will possess what I possess. Number seven, practice silence and peace. Ooh, this is a way to be open to the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Don't be afraid to practice silence and peace. The Spirit of God is a spirit of peace. He speaks and acts in peace and in gentleness, never in tumult and agitation. What's more, the motions of the Holy Spirit are delicate touches that don't make a lot of great noise and can penetrate our spiritual consciousness only if we have within ourselves a kind of a calm zone, a a zone of silence, a zone of peace. Remember, if our inner world is noisy and agitated, the voice of the Holy Spirit will be pretty difficult to listen to. So yeah, practice silence and peace. That's very, very important. My gosh. St. John of the Cross says, Take care to preserve your heart in peace. Let no happening of this world upset your heart. Even if everything here below crumbles apart and all things were against us, there would be no use in upsetting yourself over it. For that upset would bring more harm than it would bring benefit. Don't let anything upset you. The upset itself is harmful. There you go. Number eight, persevere faithfully in prayer. We're talking about how to stay open to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. Have a regular prayer time. Pray regularly. And try to make your prayer, some of it vocal prayer, some of it meditation, some of it just quiet, gazing with love upon the Lord. But do it regularly, yeah. Also, uh, another one, number nine, uh, examine the movements of your heart. Uh, Remember that those things that are peaceful and uh, joyful, those are from the Holy Spirit. Sometimes there's a disordered movement. No, that's probably not from the Holy Spirit. Uh, If we're motivated by fear, resentment, anger, aggressiveness, 
need to be noticed by other people, sensuality, and so on. These are disordered. They come from our corrupt nature, as they used to be called, our wounds. So, yeah. So examine the movements of the heart and say yes to those movements that seem to be peaceful, loving, coming from God. And number 10, open our heart to a spiritual director. Yeah, to another person that you can trust, who knows something about spiritual dynamics, the spiritual life. Mm-hmm. We, all, we need the help of other people in our prayers. Um, so remember that. And maybe another priest, a priest or a deacon or a good spiritual person or whatever, uh, or another Christian just to pray over me or to pray with me. I, I had that a few years ago. A, a priest prayed over me and with me, which I never had happened before, and it just really opened my, myself up to the Holy Spirit like nothing since has ever done. So, yeah, find a good spiritual person that you can share your inner life with and that they've got some knowledge and some experience and they can perhaps give you some ideas or suggestions. So those are the ways of staying open to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit, those 10 things that I that I mentioned to you. Uh, uh, practice praise and thanksgiving, number one. Number two, desire and ask for the inspirations. Number three, resolve to refuse God nothing. Number four, practice trusting obedience to those inspirations. Number five, practice abandonment. Number six, practice detachment. Number seven, practice silence and peace. Number eight, persevere in prayer. And number nine, find a spiritual friend. That's Those are ways of being open to the Holy Spirit. Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa Catholic Radio, Thought of the Week. Join Iowa Catholic Radio every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. for Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Pugnano. Listen online at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.